And to be fully seen is a rare and transformative gift. Mirabai Star from her book, Wild Mercy. Liberation. Shame is used as a technique for control. Society teaches us to hide our messy parts, to shove them down, to be ashamed of the parts of us deemed as dirty or not pure. Having this instilled from the time we are little, many of us accept this as truth. It could not be further from the truth. We find true liberation when we realize every part of us is sacred, worthy of celebration, worthy of being seen. For me, this truth arose amongst sisters. Sisters who not only witnessed me in my fullness with acceptance, but celebrated me in my entirety, encouraging me to accept every aspect of myself and show up in my fullness, to release and let go of the false ideas that I am too much and simply accept myself. Welcome back to the podcast. That was a post, Instagram post, written by one of our amazing clients, Jenna. She attended our last facilitator training in Costa Rica. She's also attended our Power Purpose Pleasure Retreat and been inside of Sisters That Stray Collective, our monthly membership for years now, probably. Um, and that post was so beautifully expressed and written, um, and really leads us into the topic we are going to share on today, which is the power of female friendships. And this is something we've come to experience in our own life and also something that's really cultivated and felt in the different offerings we, we hold, whether it's our women's circle or an in-person retreat or training or the collective, even Radiant Relationship Academy. This is one of the main takeaways that our clients experience is the really vulnerable and authentic connection and friendships that can be built with other women. And this isn't really something that we're taught in our society. We're actually taught the opposite to compare ourselves and compete with other women. We hear this a lot with the women that we work with, um, that they've, they've been challenged to have true friendships with other women. It's something that they are often missing when they come to work with us. And they're craving that. They're craving women who think like they think or actually want a true friendship or they can talk about these kind of taboo topics with and do, you know, witchy things like moon circles <laughs> and give their period blood to the trees, you know, um, rather than just sitting around and gossiping about their other friends or going out and drinking and kind of just like in these unconscious, like meaningless um friendships. So that's where we want to start today with our conversation. And, you know, if you look at cultural examples of female friendships, it's interesting to see how a lot of times they're pitting us against each other. You can even look at, um, you know, some of the earliest examples that we might have been exposed to when we were really young. Um, like, look at Disney Channel movies, right? Like, it's always the princess versus the witch. 
mm-hmm. you know? Um, and shows, like, I can't remember, like, Disney shows I would watch. Yeah. Like, there's these mean girls. Yeah, there's always, yeah, there's always the mean girls. Like, it's, like, the two best friends, yeah. and then there's a mean girl that's always, like, left picking out. on them. Or, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like, one girl's, like, left out. Right. And she's, like, sad about it. Right. Yeah, like, it, literally every Disney Channel TV show, there's, it's always set up that way. And yeah, and like the example I was just giving of, you know, those are two archetypes even that we can look at the princess and the witch and, you know, looking at them in their shadow side um, portrayed in in TV and movies and books. Um, Yeah, they're always, you know, uh, pitted against each other. And, um, you know, then we grow up and, you know, grow out of (laughs) being teenagers. And there's even, you know, rom-coms like uh, Mean Girls, right? And that's a classic example of, of a toxic female friendship. And so, you know, it's just, it's, it's good to look at what we're being fed in the, the stuff that we're absorbing, because that can really shape the beliefs that we have today as adults. Um, And of course, you know, these are beliefs that we can challenge and and rewrite. Um, But it's just helpful to look at like, okay, this is kind of what society is teaching us what female friendships look like. And so like Leo was saying, you know, no wonder we have um, friendships where we see women trying to compete against each other, or, you know, comparing each other. Um, And it's, you know, it's sad because I believe that one of the the most significant and powerful superpowers that we have as women is our ability to collaborate. Um, I think that because we are so naturally empathic, empathetic, intuitive, it really helps us to um, to tap into and connect with other people, especially other women, in, yeah, like a really powerful and beautiful way. So, yeah, I think Lee and I can both share from our own personal experience of friendships that we've had in the past with women who, Mm -hmm. yeah, the friendships weren't always the healthiest. Mm -hmm. Um, I think, yeah, Leah, do you want to share first some of your experiences? Yeah. before really being on this path of self-growth and and also entrepreneurship, some of my friendships, they stayed really shallow, like very surface level. And, you know, a lot of the things we would do together would be like going out. Um, and then that kind of results in like drinking. And then that results in not being very aware, you know? And so you're not really even spending like conscious, meaningful time together. Um, and I think also in that drinking culture, it can like bring out mm-hmm. things within you that you haven't yet processed or looked at. Mm-hmm. So that can spark like big fights mm-hmm. and it can bring up these insecurities that we've never really faced ourselves or even talked about with, with our friend. And so then it just turns into these like explosive moments, right? Yeah, it's like the fast track to shadow work. 
<laughs> but you're like not doing it consciously, so then you're just projecting it all over each other. And that was definitely my experience, honestly. I would, um, like things would be brought up and I wasn't really available to process my own things. So I would like be mean to my friends or I would like show insecurities, you know, like, um, yeah. So basically it was very like shallow surface level. There was a lot of toxic behaviors and really I can remember, I think when Manda and I started our journey of traveling and building our business there there we've kind of fell off with quite a few friends mm-hmm. and it what we've noticed within our own experiences is sometimes there's this like quality of jealousy mm. and what what Manda was speaking to on the empowered side of that we get to collaborate and we get to learn from each other and we get to um, cheer each other on and then the shadow side is like feeling really jealous and then maybe insecure and like um, distant, you know, it's like this kind of judgy behavior of like, well, you're not the same as you used to be. So Mm. we can't, you know, so kind of like making the other person wrong for changing. So it's really the same, same kind of thread as romantic relationships. Like if both friends aren't yeah. willing to grow and continue to get to know each other, then it won't work, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's just, again, like kind of bringing it back to specifically, you know, two women being in a friendship together. It is um, something that I think, again, society tries to intentionally set us up for failure to like not have strong powerful uh female friendships uh you know we talk about this a lot how we're taught that our sexuality as women is bad and dirty and shameful and society tries to disconnect us from that so that we're not fully in our power as women and so i believe this is another example of society doing that right like using these like shadow Uh, qualities of women like jealousy and gossiping and um, you know backstabbing and judging and all these like shadow qualities of of the female and they really try to like just weave that into all of the examples that we see of female friendships when yeah really um, yeah we and I think we've all experienced this too right so it's It's not something that I think we can look at as like we are doing something wrong or even the other women that we're friends with are doing something wrong. It's not about pointing a finger and accusing anyone of of doing anything wrong here. It's just it's helpful to be aware of. Right. And then, yeah, we can start to choose like, okay, what do I want my female friendships to look like and to feel like and how can I meet um either meet women who are desiring the same kind of friendships or how can I recreate my friendships that I have now so that they feel more healthy and, um, and supportive. Mm -hmm. And go ahead. (laughs) I was going to say, um, vulnerability is a big part of this as well, Mm -hmm. you know? Um, because it's like in these not as fulfilling female relationships, there's, a lack of being really vulnerable and being really Mm. honest with this is what I'm going through or this Mm -hmm. is how I'm feeling or this is what I'm needing or 
this is really hard for me or this makes me insecure or like whatever it is, there's this lack of that because we put on this front or this mask or this armor of like, I have to have it all together. I have to be the powerful woman. I have to like not show my insecurities or my vulnerability because that makes me weak. And we can't connect from that space. It's Mm -hmm. going to be a surface level connection from that space of not being vulnerable because we're not letting intimacy in. We're not really showing who we really are. And there could be so many reasons for this. Like um, I had a client recently share we were talking about vulnerability inside of a Radiant Relationship Academy coaching call. And we were talking about how you, like, people will uh, use your vulnerability against you yeah, exactly. in, some, in some instances. Mm-hmm. And a client was sharing, like, she had this experience with a friend where she was vulnerable and she was open about, like, what was, like, going on in a certain situation. And then later on, that friend kind of, like, held it against her in a judgmental way of well you did this so like are you sure this is what you mean you know and and that's hurtful like that's Mm -hmm. so hurtful it really is like that's absolutely valid that that stings it's like ouch you know like this person is perceiving me in this way and is this true like can I not be a powerful woman because I had this thing come up or I did this thing Mm. and so this also leads us to boundaries, right? So being able to discern, like, is this a safe person that I want to be vulnerable with? Or do I need to hold boundaries and spend less time with this person? Um, Which that's like a whole nother topic of how people pleasing comes up in in friendships, Mm -hmm. right? Because if you're not having those boundaries and you're just like going along with whatever your friends want or need or trying to tend to their needs and there's this like huge lack of boundaries, then, you know, that's also going to be unfulfilling as well. Draining. Yeah. Isn't that interesting? Just how um, (laughs) similar, like nurturing a friendship is just like a romantic relationship. (laughs) Isn't that funny? Yeah. It's the same thing. And so I think that also shows how important friendships are too, right? Like sometimes we get so caught up in like, I need to have a partner. I need a, I need to find my boyfriend or my husband. And, and then when we do, a lot of times like, you know, then we start to miss our, mm-hmm. our, our sisters, our friends, right? So, you know, all of these relationships, relationships that we have in life are, are, they nurture us and, um, you know, um, they give us different things, right. In Mm -hmm. different ways. So it's, it's important. These friendships are really important. And I think very, very necessary, especially as women, because we need that support system, right. And we, when we have, when we're surrounded by, a circle or a network of women who we not only admire and trust and love, um, but who we also feel like really see us and value us and support us and cheer us on. You know, it helps us to to do scary things. It helps us to um, to like, yeah, feel safe to build more vulnerability and intimacy and it helps us to speak up for ourselves because we know we're worthy. And, you know, like I think about the friendships that I have in my life now and 
they in so many ways have transformed the way that I, um, the way that I am now, like who I am now. They have helped me um, just really solidify even deeper and more solid self-worth because they remind me all the time what I'm worthy of and what I deserve. Yeah, I think, like Amanda was saying, since finding more fulfilling friendships is pretty much the same energetics and same thing as romantic relationships. Mm -hmm. So the way to that is pretty much the same, right? So Mm. if you're desiring that, if you're desiring more meaningful and authentic friendships in your life, first you have to find that within yourself. So becoming really authentic with who you are. What are your values, right? In what ways are you maybe holding these unhelpful qualities such as not being vulnerable or no boundaries or not empowered within yourself, right? And then when you start to do that inner work, you start to become more available for these type of friendships. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and, you know, you can put yourself in the spaces where women are doing this work. Yeah. Like, the our community within Sisters That Stray, there have been lifetime long friendships that have been formed mm-hmm. on our retreats, inside of the collective and RRA. Because what these women are doing, they come into these spaces feeling incredibly vulnerable. Like, you know, it's something a lot of the women that come on retreat with us or come into the collective, they're like, I've never done anything like this. I have no idea what I'm doing. And we're like, cool, you're in the right place. <laughs> Take <laughs> or, a seat. <laughs> or they're like so intimidated intimidated exactly. by stepping into um, a big group of women like exactly. that. Like we're not usually exposed to those kind of environments. Exactly. And because they did that, they now have these friendships that are just Mm -hmm. like beyond anything they could have imagined. Mm. You know, like we have two of the women that came on Power, Purpose, Pleasure two years ago, a year ago, a year and a half ago, have become like the closest friends. They fly across the states to visit each other, you know, and this is very common in this community. And so, yeah, to anyone who's listening who is desiring this, where what kind of spaces can you put yourself into mm-hmm. that might allow for this right because if you stay in going to the same um restaurants or like whatever in your comfort zone um or hanging out with the same friends yeah you know like yeah like really take inventory of the friends that you're that you have now and you know, if you've been friends with them since high school and you're no longer feeling resonance with them, you know, that's okay, right? Because like Leo was saying, just like in a romantic friendship, if, you know, if two people aren't willing to grow together, then, you know, it's it might not be a relationship that's, that's going to make it long term. Mm-hmm. So yeah, like if you're no, no longer feeling that resonance, then it's just a sign that you've grown and maybe you've you've grown into different directions and there's really nothing wrong with that. Mm -hmm. So, you know, maybe that's someone you can still keep in your life, but if you're desiring these types of friendships that we're talking about, like Leah said, you know, a great way to find those women is, yeah, to look, put yourself in those spaces where you know um, they would be. When you start to do this work for yourself, you might find that it inspires some of your friendships. And so 
like this has happened as well, we'll have someone sign up for a retreat and then they're like, wait, my best friend wants to come. Like, I'm so excited. Mm, She wants to do this type of thing with me, you know? And then it can actually like strengthen Mm -hmm. your already existing friendships. Um, You know, even if like maybe you've been on this path for years now, like getting into your own personal work and embodiment or whatever flavor you're into (laughs) and your friends are kind of like okay like she's out there doing her thing um but there's going to be certain friends that it will inspire and they'll be kind of interested and a little bit timid you know and so you can invite them maybe come to a workshop with you or um come into the sisters at straight collective with you for for a session you know and just see like how it resonates with them i can think of uh, one of our team members, Brittany, um, we actually connected with her on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Good old Instagram. <laughs> Gave us one of our best friends yep. and team members. Um, but this is a great example because Brittany was just getting into yoga and astrology and um, doing this inner work for herself. And that's how we connected on Instagram. And then she applied to be a facilitator with us and did the training. And now she's one of our head facilitators and one of our closest friends. Mm-hmm. Um, like in February, me and Amanda and our two, uh, two of our team members, Emily and Brittany, we went to Costa Rica for like two weeks and like chilled <laughs> in a villa and went to waterfalls and just like really nurtured our friendship together, mm-hmm. you know, so yeah. outside so, of work. Exactly. <laughs> Um, but what I'm getting at here is Brittany, one of her closest friends, she's invited to our last retreat and now she's, um, inside the collective and an RRA and is like so into doing this work for Mm -hmm. herself and that's strengthened, strengthened (laughs) Brittany and her, um, their friendship. So, you know, it can, can, it can go two, one of two ways, like either you need more boundaries and the friendship just isn't for you right now, or it really helps it to blossom. Yeah, and it's also been really beautiful to see how uh, Brittany has blossomed Mm -hmm. and transformed by, you know, connecting with women in a meaningful way. You know, she shared with us before how, yeah, like she had been really desiring to find a community that she just felt like she fit in with and connected with, um, you know, outside of maybe like the party scene. And yeah, this was when she was, you know, starting on this path and was just realizing like, that's, you know, it's a really normal thing. Like you maybe start to um, (laughs) become more aware, become more conscious, become more um, connected to yourself and your desires and who you really are. And it's like this, this path of becoming. And when you're on this path, in the beginning stages, it can be uncomfortable because you're starting to look around at this life that you've been living and the people who are in it, and you're starting to feel disconnected from it all, you know? And you're like, but where are my people? And um, so it was beautiful because Brittany has shared that story with us before, how she just put that out there into the universe and was like, I just really want to find my community. And then Somehow we just met each other on Instagram and now she's become a community manager. (laughs) She's like a leader inside of the community now. And she has this huge community all over the world of these, you know, these women that 
um, are a part of Sisters at Stray and this movement that we're building and, and she's inviting her own friends into it. So, and we've seen the way, yeah, that it's, it's transformed her. Like she's become, she literally like physically even looks different. Like she's just radiates now. Like she has this just incredible aura and like confidence in the way she carries herself and speaks and everything. It's just, um, it's been really incredible to witness that transformation in her. And, you know, a huge part of it is these women that she's become connected with and built friendships with. And I think that's, yeah, that's a huge part of why we hold um, all of our circles, Mm -hmm. everything that we do, you know, from the beginning, Sisters at Stray has been really focused on community, building community. And especially over the last couple of years, Lee and I have been trying to step, um, you know, step out of the title of what we used to call ourselves. We used to call the two of us the Sisters That Stray. And so now it's the community is Sisters That Stray, right? And so we're trying to um, put the spotlight on the community and not just the two of us because we want to highlight how important it is and like what you can experience inside of a community like this when you feel um, that sense of safety to just like show up as yourself like the way that Jenna was writing in that post like she can just fully be herself every part of herself is welcomed and accepted and celebrated yeah I think that's that's huge right because what happens in these really authentic female friendships is you can you can bring all of yourself. So your most vulnerable self, your most raw self, your just got broken up with and feel like a failure self, your I just made 20K in my business self, like your huge celebrations that mm-hmm. maybe in other friendships you'd be like, I'm not gonna like brag about that, right? It's <laughs> like literally you can bring all parts of yourself and be celebrated in that right Mm -hmm. so like your wins inspire me and your insecurities also inspire me and that's like what jenna was speaking to in that post that's what's cultivated and experienced in the facilitator training and yeah like all of our experiences is like being held and witnessed in that i can think of um a specific experience at our last power purpose pleasure retreat one of the women was going through something one of the mornings and it was um a personal kind of um loss loss and she was it was very sensitive you know the whole kind of quality and emotional tone of our container there was maybe like 20 of us there together kind of shifted because we were, it was a few days in and we're just all so connected. We're in this like vortex. It's just us for a week, right? And so when one of our sisters was hurting, like we felt that. And I think it was Manda led us through a a morning yoga practice in the jungle deck that morning. And you could just feel the energy, you know, like we weren't really, um, There wasn't many words that morning, but there was an energy. You could tell we were all holding space for her. Mm -hmm. And then at the very, I'm emotional, Mm -hmm. (laughs) at the very end of the yoga practice, I asked for consent if I could just hold her and be with her and um, that I was going to invite a few of the facilitators over as well. And if she was okay with that, and she said yes. 
And so it ended up being all of us, every single woman there around her, um, with our hands on her or hugging her. And I think a lot of us were crying with her, just like weeping, you know, like we felt her pain Mm -hmm. too. And her pain wasn't um, like a disruption of the fun we were having. You know, it wasn't like a disturbance of this like good vibes. It was like we were in there with her and we didn't know the extent of her personal loss or like the relationship of that. We didn't need to know the details, but we could feel the emotion. And we just sat in that, like we just sat there sweating, (laughs) crying and holding her, you know, Mm. and it was just so beautiful. I think all of us were like absolutely moved by that by that moment Mm -hmm. and I think we'll all always remember it and like that is authentic that's the power of female friendship it's like bring all of yourself and then probably hours later we were like going through some deep embodiment practice and you know Mm -hmm. (laughs) just so like moving so much emotion Mm -hmm. and so Jenna's post really speaks to that of like all of us is fucking welcome here and all of us is is accepted and that's when shame dissolves Mm. that is when liberation awakens and yeah powerful so powerful yeah that was such a potent example of just being held in your vulnerability and like again the power that we have as women to be able to like hold that emotion and feel it in our own bodies in our own experience and then like transmute it together Mm -hmm. like to transmute that that pain yeah it's like she didn't have to hold it in you know it's kind of this moment of like you don't have to hold back your pain right now Mm -hmm. you're not going to bring down the vibe Mm -hmm. like we're going to feel this with you and in that moment we really all felt it like we let ourselves just we were late to breakfast that morning and like we just dropped everything Mm -hmm. and let ourselves completely feel the emotion with her and yeah like it helped to really move the emotion transmute it like let it be we don't have to suppress it or push it away i love that and i love what you were just saying about about shame and one of my favorite topics that brene brown talks about is is shame and how it the power that it holds is is when it's kept in the darkness and kept in the shadows and it really does dissolve like the feeling of shame almost instantly dissolves when you bring it to the surface and that's another like big intention that we hold in these spaces is like let's talk about these things let's express these things that normally we keep hidden because as soon as it's like brought to the surface there's no longer like shame just loses its power right because we can all in that moment be like yep i've felt that too you know we all raise our hand or like you know metaphorically we're all raising our hands like yes i i feel that i've been there i know what that's like and and then when you see these other women who have experienced what you thought no one else had felt or thought or what you thought were you were wrong for or bad for you're like oh (laughs) you know it's 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 transformed into acceptance and then when you feel that acceptance like from there yeah you're liberated you're liberated from what that 
shame was holding over you, the power it was holding over you. It's so transformative. It's incredible. Yeah. And I even think what's like even cooler (laughs) is when these like really, um, okay, how to say this? When a, when a friendship can be so dynamic and like the full spectrum that mm. we can like go yes. to the depths of our <laughs> souls together and transmute emotion. And then we can also like do very human-y things like go out and like, I don't know, have a really nice martini or like talk about boys, you know, like we can do yes. both. We can yes. kind of be the full spectrum like we can just like go out to the beach and like frolic around and not give any fucks you know and then the next day we're like (laughs) you know like down to business we can be like getting each other raises and bonuses Mm -hmm. and and writing each other's like helping you know copy edit each other's cover letters and (laughs) yeah and then the next day we're like crying and you know holding each other and I love that the full spectrum I think Leah and I have um, a handful of really close girlfriends who we can be that with. Mm -hmm. And it's so special. It's like, because that's when you feel like you can just be fully yourself, right? Mm -hmm. You know how like some friendships you're like, okay, I have to be this person that they think I am or, you know, be this certain type of way because that's what they expect. Um, Or they might be like... (laughs) weirded out or disappointed if I were to like show this side of myself but you know a true like full and supportive and empowered female friendship really allows you to be that full spectrum yeah yeah and so you can also think about what you value in friendship and I know one of my values is I love having friends who I'm just so inspired by like they're out there Mm-hmm. doing their own personal work and they're also maybe um you know like pushing themselves to um get get another degree or certification or something like that like they're ambitious and they kind of push the limits of what's the norm and and also in that they're able to challenge me like this is something i value in partnership is i want to feel like challenged. I want to meet my edges and I want to be seen in that. I don't want just relationships in my life that let me get by with like my bullshit. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like if I'm falling out of integrity, I I actually expect and and have asked the people in my life to hold me hold me to that. Like give me feedback if I'm not setting proper boundaries or I'm complaining every day about being overwhelmed and not doing anything about it. Like I expect that from them, you know, and there's like these agreements that I have in my friendships and my intimate relationship of like, I want to grow with you. And in order to do that, you're going to have to call me on my shit in a nice, appropriate way. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And so, yeah. So what do you value in friendship? And I, I also value play. Like, mm-hmm. I want to play. Okay? <laughs> I want to have fun. I want to, like, kind of, yeah, splurge and, like, do luxurious things. And I want to, yeah. So what do you value in your friendships and relationships in general? And that's going to help to guide you um, towards what's what's yours, what actually meets your desires. And don't hold back, you know, like really be honest with what do I desire? If Mm -hmm. I could have my most 
ideal friendship? What do I, how would they be? What would I do with them? How might we spend our time together? Yeah. Yeah. Another, I guess, like way that I kind of check in or take inventory of um, the quality of my friendships is I usually check in with myself how I feel about sharing like really big, exciting news with them. Like if it's some kind of news, yeah, that has to do with myself like winning in any way. Um, I like to check in with myself and feel like, am I excited to tell them and share this with them? Or am I kind of nervous about what their reaction might be, right? Because, yeah, I've had a couple friends who um, I would always feel weird sharing the, that kind of news with them because I could sense, like, they might on the outside be like, oh, cool, I'm so happy for you. But I could sense in them that it was um, whatever it was, jealousy or insecurity that might be coming up. Um, but yeah, for the most part, yeah, the friendships I have now, I'm, I'm generally just am really excited mm-hmm. <laughs> to share good news with them. And it's, um, yeah, I feel like that's a really strong indicator of where your friendship stands and, um, you know, how, how supportive they really are of you shining. Um, there's uh, something called the shine theory. I think you can just look it up at shinetheory.com. Yeah, it's this just this beautiful theory that these two women who were best friends um, created together. And it's basically like, if you shine, I shine. And I think that's just so beautiful. That's something that I um, really try to embody in all of my friendships. And, you know, I love to help my friends win. Because then when you're surrounded, like, think about it. When you're surrounded <laughs> by a circle of successful women you are also going to be successful. If you're shining, I'm going to be shining, right? Like, um, what's that saying? A, a candle loses nothing if it lights another candle, right? Like, it, you shining doesn't take away from me shining. It actually makes me shine brighter. Yeah. And I think, um, yeah, another quality that I like to check for in my friendships is, um, you know, we all have insecurities, Um, And I guess this really starts with myself. I really try to check in with myself and make sure that my insecurities aren't affecting the friendship in any way, right? Because that can start, that's something that like really requires the shadow work (laughs) that we were talking about, right? Because sometimes your insecurities, they may be something that you're hiding from that you're not even willing to look at. And so I try to like do this regularly to make sure there's nothing I'm insecure of within myself that I might be projecting onto my friends or into my friendships. And then I try to like, yeah, make sure that I don't feel that from my friends either. Um, And then, right. So then like the other side of that is if that is happening, do you have a friendship where open communication is, is welcomed? Like Leah was saying, you know, is it, is it encouraged and welcomed in your friendships to be able to call each other, lovingly on your shit and hold each other to to higher and you know levels of integrity yeah yeah what i'm feeling is like there's this equal balance of in order to have friendships like this you really do have to like do your own inner work Mm -hmm. yep so there's like two key ingredients one be doing your own inner work and two 
make yourself available for them. So like putting yourself in, in spaces that you would find women like this. And so, you know, we have the Liberated Woman coming up. It's a half day retreat in Denver. And then we're doing another one in Pensacola, Florida. Um, we also have the Sisters That Stray Collective, which you can join at any time. This is a virtual option. Radiant Relationship Academy, we're gonna open enrollment in December. Um, so all of these are great opportunities to do to bo- both of these at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Um, so doing your own inner work and also be in spaces with these types of women. Mm-hmm. Um, I love, one of my favorite things is when we, our women's circles that we hold in Pensacola, when we're all like getting settled and coming in, like sitting down in the circle, like we usually have a pretty even mixture of women that repeat and come back every single time. And then like a lot of new women. And so the women that come back every single time, they're like, Oh, Hey girl. Like they like recognize (laughs) each other and they're like sit next to each other or like, you know, pick up on whatever they were talking about last month. And I just love (laughs) to see that. Like, it's so fulfilling for me. I'm like, yeah, like this is, yeah, we're doing really powerful work in these women's circles. And, like, you get to hang out with your friends, you know? <laughs> Like, so I great. just love it. And also, like, I can think of Ellie and Jenna when they came back. They mm. were both at Power Purpose Pleasure last year, the retreat, and then came back for the facilitator training this year. And they were, like, so excited to be with each other and, like, connect. I remember Jenna arrived. She's like, where's Ellie? <laughs> it's just so sweet. Like, yeah. and then the retreat this year a lot of the girls were based in Denver and so we'll see like on their Instagram story they're all hanging out you know Mm -hmm. and they're like retreat sisters it's so good I love it and that's like yeah one last thing that I that I want to share before we close this podcast is um or close this episode (laughs) this is the last episode we're ever recording this is the end of the podcast (laughs) okay just kidding Keep coming um, back. <laughs> just kidding. There will be more. Um, but in this episode, yeah, I was just reminded, and this is something that we've talked about before briefly, I think, but yeah, like one thing um, that is reminding me um, in this conversation is the way that Leah and I have always been so grateful to have each other and... Um, yeah, when we first founded Sisters at Stray, we really wanted to be able to share the connection that the two of us have with other women. And because a lot of times women, you know, our friends or just people we know online will always be like, oh, you two are so lucky to have each other. Like, I wish I had a sister or, you know, I wish I had someone like the two of you have. And so, yeah, that's something that we really wanted to share and like, offer other women is like you can have this bond and this connection and this relationship with another woman you can you know and like offering the spaces where they have the opportunity to to do that Mm -hmm. and to experience that and so that's like I think why it's one of the most fulfilling um It's one of the most fulfilling um, moments for us when Lee and I witness these women bonding like mm-hmm. that in these circles. Because yeah. we're like, oh, look. Yeah, you hit it. <laughs> they found on. it. They found yeah. each other, you know, and, and we know how special that is. 
And so to be able to gift that to other women or, or just giving them the opportunity to gift it to themselves is so fulfilling to us. Yeah. Reminds me of, again, Emily and Brittany's mm, connection oh my gosh, now. Yes. We, so in May, we held Power Purpose Pleasure Retreat and then took a week off and then held facilitator training. And then after that, <laughs> it was me and Manda and our two team members, Emily and Brittany, our head facilitators. And we spent, <laughs> it was like our first day off in a month. And we spent like the first half of the day just talking about how much we all loved each other <laughs> and like crying, just like so emotional because what Emily and Brittany have found together is like, they were like, this is, this is my Amanda. This is my oh Leah. My gosh. And cause what they do for us during these retreats, like they are working as one brain. They take care of all the logistics and provide this incredible experience for our attendees while Amanda and I are leading the actual workshops. And these girls work so hard mm-hmm. and they work so seamlessly together. Like they truly read each other's minds and they complement each other's strengths and areas of like the weakness, you know, what they don't really like to do, the other one thrives in and they just like flow together so beautifully. And so it was just so, Amanda and I were like, yeah, bawling. So emotional. (laughs) Just to witness that we're like, this is what, this is what what it's all about. (laughs) This is what we came here to this earth to create and facilitate. Yeah. It's just so beautiful. So beautiful. Yeah. So... Next opportunity to join us is the Liberated Woman Half Day Retreat, Denver, Colorado, August 27th. Um, And then the Pensacola one is October 15th. So if you're not in the Pensacola area, it is a really beautiful place to travel and visit the beach. Um, So yeah, think about just coming to take a vacation at the beach and experience this retreat with us and if you're in the Denver area then definitely we'd love to meet you and connect with you in person at the Liberated Woman coming up. Yeah this is an um, opportunity to release shame and really build true confidence to embody your self-expression. So we'll be focusing on the feminine essence really so sensuality and sexuality Mm. and this is what we believe is the pathway the gateway to liberation Mm -hmm. and this is what we're here for to to liberate ourselves as women we don't have to be the good girl we don't have to stay in this box following the rules that Mm -hmm. society gives us We can actually play by our own rules. Mm -hmm. So we'll have cacao and refreshments and connection. Uh, We'll take you through a journey of liberation through embodiment and meditation, breathwork, journaling, and there'll be some space for connecting. And um, we've already opened the WhatsApp um, container where when you join, you get to connect with all the women inside of the WhatsApp group now. So you can start building that connection and those friendships and um, yeah, see who you resonate with. And so when we get there, we're not really strangers. We're like, oh yeah, <laughs> we already chatted. So that registration is open now. We'll put the link in the show notes. If you have any questions about this um, experience, please feel free to reach out to us. The easiest way is on Instagram at sisters that stray. We are happy to chat with you and make sure this is the best 
and right next step for you. And we also mentioned a few times Sisters at Stray Collective. This is our online monthly membership for women to build confidence, learn how to process emotions, connect with community, really learn so much deeper about your own spirituality and um, process past trauma. We explore a new topic on feminine power every single month. Lots of resources in there. There's an amazing community in there of sisters. So if you want to connect, you can also find us there. All right. Thank you so much. Catch you next time because there will be another episode. (laughs) Thanks for listening.